Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. The Technion Israel Institute of Technology is where some of Israel's brightest minds ask the biggest question of all. What if... What if they could take on the world's biggest challenges? What if they could develop life-changing environmental, scientific, health, medical, and technological discoveries that will make a huge impact on Israel and the planet? But they don't just ask the question, they answer it too. They turn those ideas into reality. They make them happen. To see just some of the incredible things they've achieved, get the Technion Booklet of Wonders at ats.org slash wonders. We hope it inspires you to give them your support so they can keep doing what they do best. The American Technion Society. World-changing discoveries by Israel's brightest minds made possible by you. scrappy army fighting three enemies, an unlikely victory, and a country forever changed. Join host Dr. Noam Weissman for a special Unpacking Israeli History mini-series, where he shares the story of the Six-Day War as you've never heard it before. Travel back to 1967 as Noam recounts the tense lead-up to war, the fierce battles fought, and the aftermath that continues to affect Israel to this day. But what led to this war? How did Israel emerge victorious? And how have the outcomes impacted Israel's position in the region and the world between then and now? Unpack the six days that changed Israel forever in this three-part special of Unpacking Israeli History. Listen to these episodes and more wherever you get your podcasts. Brought to you by Unpacked, a division of Open Door Media. I don't decide I will write now about this and that subject. I wake up in the morning and I begins with the birds. The first bird which starts chirping, you say chirping, and it was, it's a little chirp, like she says, uh, somebody's awake. And I nod under the covers, yes, I'm awake. And I write about it. And then I think, well, this is what you write about in these days. I mean, well, I, I will write now a poem about, uh, about a chirping of a bird. And I think, yes, of course, I have to. Why not? We have uh, to remind me and others that uh, this is still exists. Hey listeners, it's Mishi. So as you know, during these incredibly difficult days, we're trying to bring you voices we're hearing among and around us. These aren't stories, they're just quick conversations. 
or postcards really, that try to capture slivers of life right now. 77-year-old Agi Mish'ol is one of Israel's most prominent, beloved, and widely read poets. Over the years, she's won practically every literary prize here. And Amos Oz once said that her poems, quote, know how to tell a tale, to sing a song, and also dance. Her poetry is colorful and playful, full of nature and a love of the land. And that makes sense, because in addition to writing, Agi and her husband Giora are also farmers who grow peaches and pomegranates and persimmons. They live in Moshav Kfar Mordechai, near Gadera. Many rockets have been launched to that region in the last month, including one that landed very close to their home and damaged their front door. And, as you'll be able to hear in the tape, the serenity of the orchards is often disturbed by the sound of fighter jets going to, or coming back from, missions in Gaza. In the aftermath of October 7th, Agi was part of an unusual and utterly devastating literary project. Dozens of Israel's leading content creators, authors, poets, editors, playwrights, journalists, volunteered to write eulogies for the hundred-plus members of Kibbutz Be'eri, who had been murdered. David Grossman penned a secular Kaddish, while others received bare biographical information, called up surviving relatives, and then sat down to write parting words for people they had never met. There are, apparently, times when wordsmiths become essential workers. Our producers Yael Ben-Chorin and Mitch Ginsburg went to Kfar Mordechai to visit Agi. Adina Karpuch helped edit this piece, and the translation of Agi's poem Shelter is by Joanna Chen. I'm Agi Mishol, I'm a poet. I live in Kfar Mordechai, it's a kind of a village, and we are now in the middle of the harvest of um, persimmon. All our... Um, Existence is now on the trees, and um, we have to pick all the fruit because uh, they are indifferent to all what happens now. I volunteered to write uh, eulogies for those who were murdered in Be'eri, in Kibbutz Be'eri, because there were like 70 funerals uh, in one day. And um, always when it's a war or tension, I think about this, you know, famous phrase about the muse and the guns. This is war, so the muse is quiet. But uh, it's not true. At the first time, when they asked me to do this, uh, I didn't know it was uh, like touching something sacred to, to write this thing about people I don't know personally. They send information about uh, their characters and uh, who were they and uh, what they liked to do, what they grew in the garden and uh, what kind of personality. I, I didn't know them at the, at, at, in the morning, but in the evening uh, they were just like friends. Yona uh, Cohen, she was 72 years old. She was such a wonderful woman. Uh, 
and cheerful and full of life and the kibbutzniket, you know, and her son, Ohad Cohen, who was 42 years old. He was also a musician and uh, his little baby, 10 months old only, she, the baby was murdered too in, in his arms. When I saw the graves of the people I wrote, I started to cry because uh, they weren't strangers anymore. And I wonder, as a poet, if you feel like you have a certain role in society today with the trauma that we're going through. You know, the poet Leah Goldberg, uh, she wrote that um, during war, poets, they must, don't just uh, have the permission, but they, they must write about love, about nature. They have to remind people that, um, uh, that there is beauty. Can you read for us something that you wrote this week? Okay. Uh, Mamad. Shelter. Now, when death crawls around and pecans push against their shells, I hide inside Hebrew. Nothing will happen to me in innocent writing. Nothing will happen if I'm absorbed into the letters, if I do not exit the line, shrunken into a dot above the eye, packed inside a pea, or the curve of a sea, or the two dripping tears of a parenthesis. Beloved holy language, now, when everything has a time, and everything is horror, when the orchard reaches out and the ground is plowed, I do as Rilke says. I let beauty and terror happen to me. Without thinking, it's final.
Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowl and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowl and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code buttery. Exclusions apply. See site for details.